Forever I am changed. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom, absolutely, people of God. Shalom, absolutely, everybody. 
Please, I believe you can all hear me clearly. Is the sound okay? All right, all right, all right. Oh my God. I've missed all of you. I've missed all of you. God bless you, my son. Like a praise. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I've missed everybody. Everybody. My God. I've missed everybody. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. I thank God for your life. Um, I know I know you are all doing well. And um, yeah, I miss all the family life people. God willing, this Thursday we are going to meet. Family life, family life, family life. God willing, this Thursday we are going to meet. And um, God willing, on Wednesday, I'm going to meet all the singlets. So please, if you are single, God willing, this um, Wednesday, I'm going to meet all of you. Um, the family life people are not part. So please, if they try to enter, I let me, I will sack them. All right. Hallelujah. So please, if we are singlet, God willing, this Wednesday we are meeting. Let me define the singlet quickly. Hey, my eyes have been opened. If you are here and your father was born on the 21st, of June. Let me know quickly. If you are here, thank you, Holy Spirit. Your father was born on the 21st of June. Let me know. 21st of June. 2-1 June. 2-1 June. My God. My God. Some people don't even know their father's birthday. Don't know your father's birthday. Oh Jesus. I think the fathers must go on strike. Hey. Ah, all right. Oh, please, who's the person? Let me know quickly before I move on with um, what I want to say. Then we pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Today, I'm going to pray for all the June bonds. If you were born in June, um, get ready, I'm going to say a word of prayer for you. If you were born in June, I'm going to say a word of prayer for you, God willing, today. Uh, I know some people are angry, but um, whether you get angry or not, get some chilled water and um, just drink it and lift up your voice and thank God. Hallelujah. All right, all right, amen. 
My son said, how about if your car is a dream car? <laughs> I'll pray for the car. I'll pray for the car, not the, the, the owner. <laughs> all right. The Lord bless you and keep all of you strong in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God bless you. Oh, my God. It is another moment to experience the power of God. It is another moment to see the hand of the Lord lifted above us. I believe strongly that every good thing that the Lord has prepared for you, we have entered into a season that your hands are going to lay hold of it. In the mighty name of Jesus, any form of darkness that has come around your destiny, causing you not to see your way forward, even in future, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, let that darkness receive divine light in the mighty name of Jesus. Receive the light of God right now in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Anything that has caused you to be in darkness for a long time, this afternoon by the power of the Holy Ghost, I command that thing to lose its power over your life. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the light of God shine on your path. In Jesus' mighty name, if you find yourself in any place right now, that is darkness around you in the spirit. I command the light of God to shine there right now. Let that darkness be taken away in the mighty name of Jesus. The hand of the Lord is about to be lifted. And the Lord will show you great mercy. This afternoon I was just, this morning I was praying into this afternoon's meeting. And the only thing I heard in my ears was the doings of the Lord. The doings of the Lord. The doings of the Lord. There is something God is about to do. Ah. There is something that God is about to do. And because it is actually coming from the hand of God, whatever it Whatever God will do, there is no evil that will stop it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Mm. Hear me, child of God. The Bible said, whatever the Lord, whatever the Lord does is forever. Whatever the Lord does is forever. Can I show you something before we pray? Hear me. I want you to know one thing. Listen. When God prepares something for someone, there is nothing that can destroy it. Don't get it twisted. When God prepares something for someone, nothing can destroy what God has prepared. The Bible says, whatever God does is forever. If it is the Lord that did it, then nobody can undo it. 
if it is the hand of the Lord that has done it, then nobody can undo it. That is the reason why you need to know this. When God says you are going to get money this year, hear me, there is nothing the enemy can do against that word that God has declared. But the problem is with man. The problem is with man. So whenever God speaks concerning your life and you don't see the manifestation, what God said has not been destroyed, but you have not been able to enter into it. So the enemy has his attack on men, not on God or what he has said. I don't even get what I'm saying. So when God tells you that in the next eight months, you are supposed to get married. Can you all hear me? Somebody said no sound. Can you all hear me, please? Good. So please, that person should check the network um, on her side. When God tells you you are going to marry, you need a lot of understanding in order to actually cause what God has said to be made manifest. If you end up in the ninth month without the marriage, then it means that you are the one that the problem is coming from. Are you following? Someone said my sound is very low. I'm shouting too. I'm shouting. So please check your side. Maybe you have reduced your, your volume. So check, check your side again. I believe you cannot hear me. Great. So listen to me, child of God. You see, at every point in time, when I get the chance to speak to people, I try to let them know that God does not, you see, this is the problem that many believers have. They are, they are focused on whatever God plans for them is on the side of them getting the good things that they have planned from what God has said. Let me say it this way. When God tells you you are going to get married, the first question you need to ask yourself is why? Why is God telling me to marry? Don't ever think that what we call marriage, marriage, it is because as a, as a lady, dear, definitely you have to marry because you are growing. Forget that nonsense because that is not the reason why God will give you a marriage. Are you with me? If you think that is the reason why God should let you marry, it will never manifest. God gives you these things for higher reasons that are beyond human understanding. Not for your own selfish gain. And this is what we don't understand. That the devil has understanding about. That is why he stops a lot of a lot of us from experiencing what God has said. You see, I've always realized this on the side of God. Whenever a man understands why God is telling him to do something, it is easy for the man to experience what God has told him to do. Very easy. 
Very easy. So there is a young lady that every time she visits a prophetic church, they prophesy to her that you, you will travel, you will travel. Every prophet tells her that there is a traveling door ahead of her. Now, the question that she must ask herself is that, why is it that God wants me to travel? Because your grandmother traveled and there's nothing good that has come out of that traveling. Your, your brother traveled, he's still struggling right now. Because most of them don't know the reason why God is opening that traveling door for them. They don't know. Hear me, child of God. That is why sometimes there are many people, they actually want to travel because when their exes left them, their exes thought that they would be poor forever. So they are believing God for a traveling door so that they will go to U.S. and look nice to prove to their exes that since you... When you let me, God has made me right. Look, you see that nonsense mentality? A traveling door that God is opening for you. No, do you know God? You think he's opening that door for you to shame your ex. What kind of reduced mentality is this one? And if you have that mentality, you will never see the manifestation of it. I'm showing you how to let prophetic word manifest quickly in your life. Understand why God is saying what he's saying. Are you with me? Many of you have received prophecy, you will marry, you will marry, you will marry. Ask yourself, why is it that God wants you to marry? It's not that Obia Wari didn't hear me, by force of, hear me, hear me. There are many prophets, many apostles, but still God is still raising some. Why would, he, why would God stop raising those prophets? For the already polished ones to be in the system. Hear me. There is specific assignment for everybody that God will call. Hear me well. Marriage is a calling. It is not a right that is in the cultural things that we, we hear me. Marriage is a calling. If you don't know, you don't know. I'll tell you the truth. You see here? Let me tell you. Then sit down and ask yourself. You see, there are so many definitions that so many people have about things. When you say the word marriage, the word marriage, there is what an unbeliever thinks that marriage is. There is what a motivational speaker thinks that marriage is. Are you following? There is what a feminist thinks that marriage is. So when you meet a feminist and you ask her what is marriage, oh, leave those people, leave those people. Me, I will never marry for any man to show me what to do. Go and get it. You see, that is their notion and mentality. They think that is what marriage is all about. So if you are receiving definition of marriage, you need to know where you are receiving that definition from. Because the person that will teach you concerning marriage will now order your mind according to a certain way for you to think. So that most of you listening to me right now, the, the counselors that spoke to you concerning marriage, they were people that divorced two times in their marriages. So whenever they are speaking about marriage, they speak from the negative side because they did not enjoy marriage. And every time you keep listening to them, there is this fear that gives your heart. Whenever you think of marriage, now you're not sure. Based on the things that these people have told you. 
Meanwhile, there is another man that has enjoyed marriage and for 15 years he has never fought with his wife. When you ask this man what marriage is, he will tell you only good side and never tell you the negative side of marriage. So, you see, you need to come to the place where you know the good side and the negative side of marriage. Combine them and make a decision. Are you with me? There are some of you listening to me right now. No matter the anointing oil we pour on you and the prophecies we declare on your head, your mindset on marriage is wrong. You will fail in the marriage. That is what pastors don't address. You see, we are not going to be prophets that will just say things and go. No, we need to teach you on how to experience what God has said. This is what makes a glorious church. That the Lord said this will happen to you. So do this and do this so that, you see, that some of you, as, as, as you are listening to me right now, if you don't get disconnected from some friends, your marriage will never work. No matter, even if we boil you in anointing oil, the marriage will not work. Because some friends, you are a very cool person, you don't like to talk. But when you meet some friends of yours, you just can't keep quiet because they are all saying something. So you, something must also push you to say something. And by the time you realize, you will bring matters between you and your husband on, on the table. And everybody is discussing it. You will go and break your home. Tell you. Hear me. You see, some of us, we did not understand what marriage and relationship was all about. So we fooled ourselves. Ah, when God opened our eyes, I'm telling you. When God opens our eyes, we now go to know that, oh God. Hear me, child of God. You are here asking questions. Why is it that the devil is attacking my marriage? If it's just small marriage that I want to marry, marriage is not small. Marriage is never small. You need to open your eyes. If there is anything that the devil is fighting most, especially among Christians, their marriages. Marriage. Hey. Because 85% of Christian ladies in church don't know why they should marry. They don't know. They don't know. And in fact, about almost 100% of the men, almost, almost 100% of the men, they don't even know why they should marry. As for men, they forget about them. That is why mostly you see that women are rather pushing marriage on men. And sometimes you will think that most of these women know why they should marry. That's why they are pushing marriage. You will enter into their minds and there is nothing there. It is only their emotions that is trying to move around again. Hey, we got Jesus Christ. If you don't understand marriage, your wife will do something and you say it is okay. Let us let us divorce. <laughs> do you know what people are experiencing in marriages and what they are doing? Some of you, you are just in a relationship. Any small thing you want to break up. Any small thing you want to break up. You don't know how to carry burdens. Before you make conclusion that, oh, this guy is this, this lady is this, 
Look at yourself well. Hmm? Look at yourself well. You see, this is our problem. We mostly shift blames to the next person that is close to us. Anytime something negative happens, we want, want to point finger that this is the person that did it. Meanwhile, we have not sat down to examine ourselves. That's why even pastors, we are failing in marriages. Even pastors, even pastors. God, the anointing for the ministry will not work the marriage. I'm telling you, it will not work the marriage. Remember, Bimbra Swan did it too much. Too much. Most of the men, I swear, they, they will never listen to any marriage counseling thing. They think they already know. And they are always moved by what friends will say. That is why if a young lady, oh, I know I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a man. So I know what I'm talking about. Most of us are moved by friends. That is why if you meet a man that does not have plenty of friends and fears God, what's worthy? Are you with me? I'm not talking about a nice guy. You see, that's the problem of most of you young ladies. Can I say something? I'm about to say something. Listen to me. Okay? There is nobody on this earth, no human being, no woman, no man, that has the capacity to make a man faithful throughout marriage. Nobody has that capacity. No, oh, you can't make a man faithful. You, you, human being, it's a lie. It is not given to any man. Hear me well. The only way a man can be faithful in marriage is when he fears God. See, nobody showing a man he will be faithful. And that's the truth. That's the simplest truth. That is why in choosing a life partner, choose a man that fears God. And how will you know a man that fears God? It is not written on his forehead. It is never written on his forehead. There are certain things you know around the man's life that will let you know no, this, this man fears God. This man fears God. Don't let anybody... You see, you keep listening to so many voices when it comes to relationship and marriage. And, and a lot of things are going wrong. Some of you, when you look at the women that you have, you did not pray, you did not, you did not fast. You just met the lady, you started a relationship. When we look into the, your destinies, this lady is a great blessing. A great blessing, oh. but the only thing you are thinking about is sex and money. The lady is so focused on getting money from the guy to look nice, to look good. The guy too is only thinking of sex. So anytime they meet, match will go on. And when match goes on, there must be payment. So for three years in a relationship, it is all about sex and money, sex and money, sex and money. So the day both of them, their strength will go down when it comes to sex and they don't have money. That marriage will break up. You know that. Hiya, Holy Ghost help us. I'm helping somebody by the grace of God. 
we have learned a lot of you see some of you your problem too is this you don't you don't take lessons and i want to show you a secret in this life eh? if you get a first breaker and you don't sit down to examine things the next one you enter to you will break it eh? that's how life is life will always be in cycles until you start learning your lessons Tell you that thing you did today, what you did yesterday that brought struggles to you. If you don't take lessons from that and you continue living your life the same way you live, that same problem will come again today. And when you experience it and you don't learn lessons, you are entering into the same problem tomorrow. Don't come and say, God, why? God, why me? Sit down, look at your life. Look at your life. You see, some of us, eh, when we look at the way the heart of God is beating for us, but our own foolishness, for the sake of our foolishness, we are not seeing anything good. We are not seeing anything good. Anytime you go for prophetic meeting, even if you don't hear from God, when prophets are prophesying to you, it looks like they should praise you. Haven't you seen that? Some of, some of the prophets can look at you and say, hey, you're a blessed person. Hey, you will be so great. You will be so great. Listen to me, child of God. <laughs> it is not that they are, they are exaggerating. Some of them, they know what they are seeing. And near man can see them. Near Jenny, near Jenny, I'm telling you. But your own foolishness. An angel appeared to me about three years ago and he told me something I will never forget. I will never forget. He said, Son of man, the way God made the human mind, almost 99.9% of all spirit beings have their ranks below the human mind. I didn't understand. I don't know if you are getting what I'm <laughs> Almost 99.9% of spirit beings have their ranks below the human mind. That means when a person's mind has grown to a certain height, no matter how strong some demons are, they can never attack the person. Knowingly or unknowingly, even when he's asleep, they can't even attack. I'm telling you. Now, it is not just by saying, oh, we know demon can attack. No, 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 no. Some people said that the next day we buried them. <laughs> it is not just by saying that. You need to build up yourself. Maybe one of these days I'll teach on this one. I'll teach on growing in the things of the spirit. And I'm going to give you some heavy secrets. Now, the Lord laid this on my heart. The Lord laid this on my heart and I'm going to start doing it um, from this week. From this week, every Saturday and Sunday evening, 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. 
7 p.m. Holy Ghost time, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., we are going to talk about spiritual mysteries. Mysteries of the spirit. That one, we will talk about everything spiritual. I want, to, I want to help you because some of you, you don't know what spirituality is. We're going to talk about spiritism. We're going to talk about spirituality. We're going to talk about um, the spirit world, the spirit realm. Then we start talking about spirits and spiritual beings. You, you, need, you need this. You need this. Oh. Because Sunday school, Nehemiah does, we dream too much. When we're growing up, they told us that the only thing that exists is heaven, hell, and the earth. So, if you are here on this earth, if you sin, when we count your sins, and they are more than your good things, you go to hell. When we count, ah! Why in the... <coughs> and some of us, we have kept those, those things in our heart till now, till now. Even till now, that's what we think. So you see, we think of the fact that when somebody is shot in armed robbery and the person dies, the person is going straight to hell. Is that not what we think? Who told you? Who told you? The anointing of the Lord is coming upon you. The Lord is raising you as a great prophet to the nations. I saw right now in the spirit that an eagle was flying in the sky. And the Lord said, I am anointing my son with fresh oil. Immediately the angel of the Lord said, follow the eagle. I followed the eagle. I entered into the clouds. I saw that the angel of the Lord gave me wings. I began to soar, even with the eagle. Immediately we appeared at a place. We are in the greater Accra region of Ghana. We moved to a place specifically. The angel said, this place is called Dodoa. When we go to Dodua, the angel of the Lord said, let's move forward a little bit. I saw that we moved a little bit and we are standing in front of a certain church. And the church that we are standing in front of, I'm seeing something written boldly like Kabod, Kabod International Worship Center. When I saw that church, the angel of the Lord said, enter. I entered the church and I'm seeing that you are lying on the, on the altar. And you were praying. The prayer you were praying was the Lord anoint my head with fresh oil. Open my eyes and open my ears. And as I was listening to the prayer, I saw a man entered into the church. When the man entered into the church, he laid hands at your back and said, May the Lord grant you whatever you are praying for. And on the right hand of the man, I saw a name like Prophet Daniel upon. And as I saw that name, the angel of the Lord told me, and said, there is a certain anointing that was on your father. In fact, the anointing has been released. And the Lord is speaking to me that your father is supposed to be. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Immediately, I'm seeing your father's face right now. And I saw a name written more like Michael. Michael. Oh, Holy Ghost, help me. Michael. I'm seeing the name. I don't know how to mention it. I would do food or something. Written boldly on the man's forehead. The Lord said, This is my apostle. For I have raised him to be a great Abudufu. Is that the, is that his name? I don't know if I'm getting it right. But that's what I saw. The Lord is speaking to me to tell you there is an anointing that he placed on your lineage many years ago. And you have gotten to the place where you need to carry that mantle. And the Lord said, 
you need to be very prayerful and also i don't know what you know about this man of god prophet Daniel, but there is another one too that they call pastor edward Dainty. the lord is ministering to me that there are graces that are upon these two men of god even including your father and the lord said the next level of your destiny depends on the impartation that will come out of these three men of god your father that of prophet daniel and pastor edward the lord ministered to me and said today he's releasing an unction even on your life and he's going to lift you to the place of glory and whatever he has purpose of your destiny you will surely receive it listen to me let me just give this warning as the lord is telling me there is a certain lady that will try to come and worry you and the lord is ministering to me that i should tell you to be wise open your eyes so that you can the name of the lady is loretta ah. So anytime you see that a certain Loretta is trying to, there is a mark on her left cheek. I don't want to go into detail. If you know what I'm talking about, fine. If you don't know, open your eyes. Okay. Can, I, can I go? There is a mark on her left cheek. The Lord is speaking to me to tell you, this lady will be very close to you and you, you will realize some kind of Anytime the lady gets close to you, you will not feel comfortable. The Lord is speaking to me. Whenever that lady gets close to you, and she begins to move very, very close, you understand what I'm talking about? Tell her that take your Jezebel anointing away. Go and look for Judas and release that Jezebelic anointing on her. For I am a covenant child. May the hand of the Lord rest upon you. I decree in Jesus' mighty name, whatever the Lord has started with you, May it come to the place of divine fulfillment in the mighty name of Jesus. I call it that. I call it that. Priscilla, Ya Arthur, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to pray for you. I saw in the realm of the Spirit that there is a certain paper that is moving, the wind is moving the paper. And the angel of the Lord said, Grab this paper. The moment I grabbed the paper, I saw a name like Marie written boldly on it. And the Lord spoke to me and said, Follow this map and go to the place. I followed the map and spiritually, I saw that I've appeared at the place. I'm standing in front of a certain house. When I got to the house, the angel of the Lord is telling me, there is something that has been buried in this house. And that is what has caused a lot of people not to see the glory of God. And I'm asking the angel, what is it? And immediately the angel gave me a sword and he said, dig this place. I began to dig the place and I saw eyes, eyes, eyeballs of many people that have been buried. And the angel of the Lord said, this is why there is a problem when it comes to eyes, even in this family. It looks like everybody is going through eye problems. And there are certain people that have been blind in the family. Some of them are even younger people. The Lord is ministering to me to pray for you. Because I saw that even you, you are supposed to be a great prophetess. But they want to attack your physical eyes so that it will stop you from experiencing the glory of God. But the Lord spoke to me and said today, I should stand under his grace and command that evil thing to be aborted in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let the grace of the Lord be strong upon you in the name of Jesus. Something is moving in my spirit. Something is moving in my spirit. Something is moving in my spirit. 
my God, my God, my God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Dave, Dave, my son, the Lord said, get ready, for there is a new dimension of power and the prophetic that is about to be released on you. I saw you were just walking in the streets and all of a sudden it began to rain. But the rain that I saw was, it was only falling on you. And the Lord spoke to me and said, get ready, for there is a new dimension of power and grace that God is about to release on your destiny. I see that God will cause you even to take crutches from people. People will jump out of wheelchairs even because of the grace that he's about to release on you. And the Lord said, prophetically from this season, you are about to enter into the accuracy dimension. The Lord will touch your tongue with a new oil. He will touch your ears with fresh oil. And he will wash your eyes in the prophetic oil. That you begin to pick signals from the spirit realm. And the Lord spoke to me and said, get ready him for he is about to move even in strange way in your life many strange testimonies will be recorded even in your ministry i pray for you in the wherever you are stretch your two hands wherever you are Dave, stretch your two hands and pray for you mighty god i declare right now in the name of jesus let there be a release of your power let there be an impartation right now in jesus mighty name divine spirit has located you go and flourish in Jesus' mighty name, I call it down. Empress Rosie, the spirit of the Lord is ministering to me. I am seeing myself being carried right now. And I've entered a place. When I entered, I entered a room. When I entered the room, you were sleeping on a bed with a certain man. And I saw that the angel of the Lord tapped the man three times. And the man got up. And the angel said, why are you not doing what I've told you to do? And the man said, what have you told me to do? And the angel said, don't you know that the calling of God is upon you? And you need to take the microphone and do my work. Immediately the man began to cry. And the angel of the Lord removed something like tillit. And begin to wipe the tears of the man. And he placed the tillit around him. And said, now rise. Go and do what I've called you to do. Boldly written in the tillit. I saw a certain name like Apostle Samuel Owusu written boldly in it. And the Lord is ministering to me to tell you that there is somebody connected to you like a husband. Your husband. The Lord is raising him as a great apostle. Tell him that he should not forget what God has called him to do. He's so focused on business and he loves to do business and to get money. The Lord said, tell him he will get plenty money. But still, the hand of the Lord is upon him for the work of God. And tell him to be focused so that whatever God wants to release to him in this season, he can carry that grace in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. What a harm, a harm. And the Lord spoke to me and said, it is not even only your husband that must receive that grace. There is a certain glory that is within your womb right now. And the Lord said that glory too is receiving an anointing that will come and do what God has said. I decree in the name of Jesus as the Lord has spoken, so shall it be in Jesus' mighty name. I call it that. My God. My God. Something is happening Something is happening. Holy Ghost help us. Holy Ghost help us. Holy Ghost help us. Hey, let me go to Zoom and talk to one person. Zoom. The Zoom people, if I don't do that, they will start cursing me. 
<laughs> All right, my Zoom people, get ready. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Londiwe, Londiwe, Londiwe. Can you hear me? I want to pray for you. Londiwe, the Spirit of the Lord is ministering to me to release His anointing on your life and pray for you so that a glorious marital door will be opened. I saw in the realm of the Spirit that somebody has vowed that she will not allow you to walk into your matrimonial glory. And the angel of the Lord told me, as you move with this sword and cut off the person, spiritually, I have been carried from this place right now. I entered into the clouds, I appeared at a place specifically. They call the place Johannesburg. When I got to Johannesburg, the angel of the Lord said, let us move to Deban. We moved to Deban and he said, enter into this house. I entered into the house. When I entered, there is a woman I am seeing there. The woman is holding something like cowries. The woman is sitting on the, on the skin of a goat and she's saying a lot of things. And I'm seeing in the realm of the spirit, there is a certain picture that is in her hand. And as I'm looking at the picture, it looks to me in my vision that you are the one. And the Lord is ministering to me that he has planned a lot of things for your marriage. But there is a woman in your father's house that has vowed that she will not allow you to enter into that marital glory. The reason why the woman is saying that is there is a prophet that has come out of your womb. And that prophet will be a wonder in this generation. And the woman knows that when you enter into that marriage, glory will come to your, your family. And that child will be and that is why they want to stop it. But the Lord spoke to me that carrying that skin of God from which, under which the woman is sitting and pushed the woman away. The moment I did that, I saw another picture on the floor that the woman had actually used the goat skin to cover it that she was sitting upon. And when I picked the picture, yes, Lord, I'm looking at it like a wedding invitation card. And I'm seeing your name written boldly on it. I saw a name like Londiwe in Kube. In Kube. And I saw that. Imagine if you please. <laughs> I saw Londiwe in Kube. But I'm seeing a certain man. I'm seeing. Okay, I want to describe the man small. Okay, what I'm seeing if I describe. That's your selling. I'm seeing a man. And that man wants to marry you. And the Lord is speaking to me. The man is a good man. But they are trying to stop that man from getting married to you. And there is a woman connected to your father that is doing that. The Lord spoke to thank you, Holy Ghost. I saw the man and I'm seeing a name like Zungu. 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 Today, any witch in your mother's house, any witch in your father's house, trying to stop you from experiencing your glory, that person goes down by fire in the mighty name of Jesus. There is a man that wants to marry you. I saw a name like Zungu written boldly on the man's forehead. And the Lord is speaking to me. If we don't pray, they want to frustrate that man's life so that the marriage will not happen. But I want to pray for you. I'm talking to that man, but we have not seen each other face to face. I'm praying for you, Ati. You see, this person has not seen the man face to face, but her grandmother.
A certain woman has the Listen to me. The Lord is going to touch him. Financially, things will go well. And the Lord said, We need to pray and settle every family issue on his side. And also push that your your that woman in your father's family away so that the door will be open in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. The Lord said it will happen. And whatever he has written, ah, I saw. Tabu, tabu, zungu, tabu, zungu. May the Lord cause that marriage to be made manifest. In the mighty name of Jesus, it will happen. In Jesus' mighty name, I call it down. I call it down. My God. It can be anything this afternoon. It can be anything. Hey, tomorrow is mega one word from the Lord. Don't miss it. Don't miss mega one word from the Lord tomorrow. Exactly 7 p.m. Holy Ghost time. If you miss it, uh, we change your name to miss, even if you are misses. Amen. Hallelujah. Someone, someone said, Papa, please, Prophet Daniel is not my father in the Lord. Does he mean I'm submitting to? No, 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 no. No, you just need an anointing from him. You need an anointing for the next level from him. That is what the Lord said. So get a seed. Go to him. Sow the seed and let him pray for you. Can you all hear me, please? Somebody said no sound. Okay, please check your side. Amen. Hallelujah. So please, as I was saying, we all need to know the reason why God said what he said he will do. Are you with me? This is what will cause the doings of God to be made manifest in our lives. Because there are some of you listening to me right now. The reason why you want to marry is very wrong. It is different from what God has planned for your marriage. Are you with me? Very, very different. Let me tell you this. One of the main reasons why prophecies delay in the lives of believers is that they don't have the knowledge and the understanding for which God had declared that prophecy on them. Let me say it this way for you to understand it better. One of the things that has delayed your prophecies is that you don't understand it. You don't know why God said it. And you don't know what God will take when that prophecy manifests. You don't know. If you know, when God tells you to go and sell pure water, you will know why the enemy is trying to attack it. I'm telling you. You need to know. You need to know. Because some of you, eh, the devil is fighting your relationship. Because if you marry, what will come out of your marriage is so glorious. 
but you now you don't even know that there's something glorious in your mind you don't know so anything now instead of you to go to the altar of prayer and handle the matter you get angry don't call me again then you block you block somebody's hand you block somebody's don't call me again I never knew you are so foolish. Hey, this is the guy that your head was lying on his chest three weeks ago. Now you are calling him foolish. So you laid your head on a foolish chest. How can you then think wisely? Hmm? <coughs> See? Some of you, your problem is when you get angry, it is, it is like it goes beyond repair. Now listen to me. Don't say me that's how I am. That's devilish. Don't let anybody tell you that. Me, that's how I mean. When I get angry, me, I, I, I destroy things. Even Castro the destroyer. Where is he? You keep destroying Man of God, that's, that's how I am. When I get angry, me, you are married. And he said, when I get angry, I don't talk. I just go and hide, lock myself in the room. Sometimes I can be there for two weeks. I will not go out. You are living with your husband in one room. And you are angry in the marriage. You want to go and lock the door and stay in the room for one week. Where will your husband sleep? Do you think? Go and rent your own room and sleep there. Nonsense. Are you following? You see, I told you this. I'm not trying to tell you things that are beyond. Hear me, hear me, child of God. Hear me. There is there are certain things that are part of your body, like your hand. You can't take your hand out of your body. Are you with me? It forms part. Of your total makeup. That is how anger too is like. Anger. You need anger. Because if you don't get angry. You can die early. Oh yes. Anybody that does not get angry. That person's death is very close. I'm telling you the truth. You might not know this. It's highly spiritual. is part of you. If you meet somebody who does not get angry in this life, the person is not a human being. Run away. Run for your life. Are you with me? Everybody gets angry. But the issue is that some people, they know how to tame their anger. So even when they are angry, you will not even notice it. Every human being gets angry. That some people, when they get angry, they laugh. They laugh. When you see somebody laughing, <laughs> he's angry. You need to settle, you need to come get him some chilled water. That some people, when they get seriously angry, the only thing they say is, hmm, hmm, hmm. that's all. They know how to tame their anger. They know. 
But there are some people too, when they get angry, am I the one you are talking to? Like, do you know who I am? Do you know his own phone? He will smash it on the ground. What she does is the iPhone 13 now, bottom now. Yeah, you know that your teeth, he will. You see, after five minutes, that hot temper will become cold. And the person will now realize this for her foolishness. I said, a dear Let me tell you this. Many people have lost good marriages because they don't know how to endure a lot of things. Listen to me very well. Whatever they are telling you about marriage, if it is not from the, the belly of the spirit, it's a lie. Listen to me well. Because some of you will enter marriage and be shocked. Mm, you will enter marriage and you'll be surprised. Ah, so is this what marriage is all about? You need to learn a lot of things though, from the belly of the Holy Ghost, not from a certain counselor who had his or her marriage broken a few years ago. They will bleed on you. And they, will, they will use their marriages to counsel you and you will think all marriages are like that. When you meet a counselor that said, Am I married, but my marriage failed, and I, I got to know that yeah, I'm, I'm the one that caused it. When you meet a counselor like that, respect that counselor. Ask the counselor, so What did you do? Oh, I did this, I did it, I, I, I wasn't supposed to do it, I did it, and, and my marriage just got broken. Don't do that. Too. Don't do it. Will, it is very difficult to find counselors like that because everybody will speak of the good side, they will cover the wrong path. <laughs> Some of them, they are the reason why that marriage got broken, but they will never, they will go and bring the issues of their husband. Like, he did this, oh, and you will be there, oh, yeah, this man was not supposed to do this. Oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> ah, Jesus. Somebody is asking, Papa, what's the meaning of the statement? Marriage is not to be endured. You see, let me tell you this. There is, hear me, I want you to, I want to tell you the truth, the gospel truth of this whole thing called marriage. The whole thing about marriage actually is on the premise of who you choose. Whether a marriage will flourish or not, it's about who you choose. Mm. If you don't choose well, whatever you are experiencing in the marriage, you see, there's some men, they will not even lift their hands to beat you. But the thing they will let you go through, <laughs> they will never beat you down. But you, the sufferings you will go through, And some of the things, they are very sensitive. You can't explain it to anybody. You have to swallow it. That's what we call endurance. It can kill you. It can kill you. And let me tell you this. One of the main reasons why, if you're a woman and you want to marry, listen to what I'm saying. 
And even if you are married, this, this key is for you. This key is for you. Understand this one. A man is different from a woman. You know that. Men are not too emotional. But women are. The fact that you are a woman and you are emotional does not mean let your emotions go beyond its threshold. Because it's not everything that you attach emotions to. If you don't learn this, you will always be you like you always be offended in your marriage. See, let's say this: your, your you cook food as a wife in the house, and your husband was at the workplace, and you know they had a meeting and they had to eat jollof. Now, right after eating, your husband came back home, and now he's full. And he said, oh, um, sometimes when they come, they might not even say the reason why. So when they come, they are just tired, they just take a shower and go and sleep. Listen to me. Don't, don't make this a problem. So why is that I cook my food? And they, you see, women have issues with that. When they cook and you don't eat. Eh, 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 eh. You have to go and climb. Eh? Mountain of Fajr to and return with precious gold and now say, I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't know. I'm telling you. But you see, it's not all the time that you should just make things. Are you get what I'm saying? There are many things that tiny, tiny, tiny things you should ignore. And when you ignore them, and it happens again, there is a way to handle it. There is a way to talk about it. Every good and wise woman knows how to talk to her husband. Oh, they know. They know the actual time. They know the nice time. They know. If you are not married, you don't know. Don't worry. When you are about to marry, I'll teach you. Amen. So learn this. And the Lord will help you. And listen to me on this one too. Marriage is not everyday romantic. You see that what you keep watching in movies. Then there's flowers here. Then you are going out every time you are doing this. You are doing, see, oh, let's go out. It's not, you will not even get that time. All the time. Are you with me? Stop watching those nonsense. Stop watching those. You ask those that are married. They'll tell you. No two marriages are the same. When you enter into marriage, you will know. There are some people, when they marry, their husbands don't even want them to work. So they will not even cook. Their husbands can just go and get somebody to come and cook. But there are some people too, they want their wives to cook. So know who you are marrying. They don't want anybody to cook for, 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 for them. So I see cook. So you see, these this kind of people, when they get pregnant, it becomes a problem. Because they have to use their pregnancy to cook. So if your husband is that type, learn. Don't get angry before you know. Are you with me? Don't go and bring, um, don't, don't pick grudges out of this one. 
She's so I'm pregnant. Can't you see that I'm pregnant? And some men too. I don't know the planet you came from. Yeah? We all know that we don't know how to cook. We know. Hmm? For the past eight years, I've been cooking stew and it's the same taste, no matter the ingredients that are used. The same taste. Sometimes I can even, I can I intentionally not put salt in the thing, but it will be the same taste. That, hey! Don't tell me I forgot to put so I said I intentionally. But I don't stay in at your workplace in your house and judge me. <laughs> Judgment um, we, we finished last week. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, see so you need to learn these things. So you see, let me tell you this. We are all in Africa. We all know that. And there are certain cultural things that we all know when it comes to marriage. Hmm? And um, when you pick biblical um, cultural values according to the Hebrew sect, and you try to mingle it with our own cultural practice, sometimes you find it very difficult to walk into the, the lane. So what you are supposed to do is to let the Holy Spirit lead you. The Holy Ghost will tell you that in your marriage, do everything according to your cultural practice. But always know that you are supposed to live life in the marriage according to my leading. And my prompting. Are you following? Good. So you see, when you come to Africa, some of our cultural practices, um, when it comes to washing of clothes, when it comes to cooking, we mostly shift those kind of things to the women. We mostly shift those kind of things to women. And in fact, for years and for ages, women don't really have problem with that. And we all know that. We, we all know that. For ages, women don't really have problems with that. But the problem here is that if you are a man, listen to me. Hear me. Always try to be of help to your wife. In fact, that, that, that is what romance is all about. That sometimes she's cooking in the kitchen. You just enter the kitchen. Oh, can I cut some tomatoes for you? Um, can I blend those things for you? That is, that is romance, though. Romance is not when you are squeezing somebody's daughter's breast and you are killing somebody's daughter and calling it romance. Oh, let me go straight. I know what I'm talking about. Because most of the men, they don't understand what romance is all about. If you, if you don't know romance, go and read the book of Romance. Paul will teach you how to um, 
something so beautiful. You know, the lady is, some, some of you, you have washing machines. At least sometimes, even if you can't do it, just rinse it for, for easy. You try to rinse, just put it there. At least, at least. And if you don't have washing machines, at least just try and sit down. You know, even if you won't do something, sit by her and talk to her. Just give her like 10, 15 minutes. It is like heaven to them. Like heaven, no, just like that. But some of you, Saturday morning, 9 a.m., that wife see is washing plenty clothes. And the man will be at the hall, at the living room. Something is wrong with you. So please learn. Learn what? These are basic, basic things. This one, you don't even need the Holy Ghost to teach you. You need to know. You need to know. You need to know. You following? May the Lord help us. We all know that some of the men, about 80% of the men don't know how to cook. It's true. We all know. But at least, you are not cooking. Just cut some of the tomatoes. Hmm? Yeah. At least, don't cut your finger. Cut the tomatoes. Yes. Well, some of the men, they just can't cut anything. They can't even cut anything. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Now listen, the doings of the Lord, whenever God plans to do something for a man, the man must position himself in a way to receive what God has planned for him. Are you following? So if you don't position, so the devil's trick is that he will always let you misplace where you are supposed to be so that you can receive what God has planned for you. That's where the problem is. He will shift you from where you are supposed to be so that some of you listening to me, according to the script of your destiny, you were supposed to be in KNUST, but the devil shifted you. Your focus went to Legon. You went to Legon and you missed all the good things God planned for you in KNUST. Some of you two, you're supposed to come to UCC, he said, hey, UCC, yeah, hey. We heard that UCC, UCC people, the lectures, they are this, they are this, I will not come. Meanwhile, that's where God has planned your destiny. You don't want to come. May the Lord help us in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray for divine miracles and testimonies to be released in your life right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. If it is time for you to enter into your glorious marriage. Right now. Let those doors of marital glory. 
be opened in Jesus' mighty name. I'm seeing a lot of money right now. I'm seeing a lot of money right now. I'm praying for financial doors to open. Financial breakthroughs in the mighty name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let me tell you one thing then. Um, I'll talk to some few other people. Amen. Hear me. You know, we need to understand something about finance as believers. Are you with me? We need to understand finance. If I ask you right now, how many books on finance have you read? Problem will come. Problem will come. How many books have you read on? Oh man, I'm going. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a business student. I'm, I, I did general arts, so me, I'm, I'm, I'm into journalism. What we are talking about is money, not not journalism. So, so you see, you in you in your mind, <laughs> you think money is for the business people. So how then will you be rich? Don't you know that that journalism thing you are into it is somebody's business? Don't you know? Don't you know it is fetching somebody some money? Listen to me. That is the problem many of us meet. That is the problem many of us meet. When you read the book of Ezekiel chapter 28, Ezekiel chapter 28, when the word of the Lord was speaking of the the, the prince of Tyros and trying to link or correspond this prince even to Satan. God began to speak of how Satan increased in wealth and riches. Look at this. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 28 verse one down, the Bible said, The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Son of man, say unto the prince of Tyrus, Thus saith the Lord God, Because thy heart is lifted up, and thou hast said, Thou hast said, I am God, I sit in the seat of God, in the midst of the seas, yet thou art a man, and not God, though thou set thy heart as the heart of God. Verse 3, listen to this side. He said, Behold, thou art wiser than Daniel. There is no secret that they can hide from you. Hmm. And verse 4 says, With your wisdom and with your understanding, you have gotten yourself riches and have gotten gold and silver into your treasures. With your wisdom and understanding, With your wisdom and understanding, you have got yourself riches and gold and silver into your treasures. Let me ask you this question. How then, according to this, this rule, how then can you get gold, silver, riches into your treasures? 
by wisdom and understanding. By wisdom and not prayer. Not prayer. I've told you we have we have experienced miracle money here several times. And I always tell you, anytime God gives a miracle money, He's giving a sign. Just a sign. We're here when we prayed for miracle money and somebody who has left her back for five years or getting to six years. The person has not even gone, gone, like gone close to the back. The person went to the back and opened it and 500 cities was lying in the back. Miracle money. Now, this, we were here when somebody testified that she went out when she returned there was money in an envelope lying on her bed. And in fact, the envelope was the envelope of a certain bank with their stamp and everything. And she asked the husband, the husband said, I don't know, I don't, I don't bank with that kind of bank. She asked everybody in the house. They asked me only, only. What? Money in an envelope with a certain... This... <laughs> Those, uh, those of you who have, who have been with us for a long time, um, those times we used to decode um, MTN airtime, the one on card. We come to church and we, we just mention it. And people, people would type and get five CDs, ten CDs. I remember some time ago, we did that and two days after one of my daughters went to buy the card. She scratched the card and just dialed the number and they said, this pin has already been used by... <laughs> and if I, when she brought it and we checked, it was what we mentioned two days ago in church. <laughs> so they also spot the network. <laughs> So you see, God can release miracle money, but it is a sign. If you want to get money, there's a difference between you getting money, multiplying money. They are not the same. Now some of you, if we tell you the amount of money that has come into your hands, and now that you can't even account for about 10% of that money, you will be shocked. Did you see How did you lose that money? How? You need to learn this. That is why I keep telling you this. Even God does not expect you to use all your money to sow seed. Even God, He does not expect you to do that. Whenever there is money in your hands, listen to me carefully. There is your seed in it. There is your time in it. There is what you are supposed to save. And there is what you are supposed to invest. Are you with me? After that, there is what you are supposed to give to the needy. Learn this. Learn this. 
that some of you listening to me, you see, can I say this? That many of you, if we look at your life and your destiny, what will cause you to flourish financially is when you begin to cook and sell food. But you see yourself, you look so, um, you know, I don't know how to say it. You look more like an office girl than somebody that is standing close to. That's where the problem is. <laughs> and some of these things, when we look at your elements, it goes with what you are supposed to do. I've always been telling you this, that some of you, if you try to make certain investments, you, it will not prosper. Investments are good. But you need to know, you need to know where to invest. Don't, don't just follow what everybody is doing. Are you with me? If you want to increase in wealth, Learn this. That some monies we save them. That some monies we invest them. Don't save all your money. You will be poor. And when I say poor, let me just bring it in a context for you to understand. When we say somebody is poor, we are not talking about somebody that cannot even eat. No, 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 no. When we say somebody is rich, we are speaking of the person that a lot of people can live their lives very well because of him. So if a lot of people depend on you, you are rich. Are you with me? But the amount of money you are saving, if you keep saving them, and God sends a lot of people to you, they will squander all the money and you will not get anything. You need to understand ways and means to put, to save some money. And listen, that's some money they should never be touched, even when you are dying. If you don't, if you don't learn these principles, it will be very difficult for you to walk in, in wealth. And that's some money, they are for the altar of God. They are for God's altar. It should not go anywhere. It should not go anywhere. You should sell that money on the altar of God. If you learn these things, you will prosper. You will prosper. Now some of you listening to me, anytime you hear that there is a certain business, there is so much money in it, you want to go and do it. Have you asked God? Do you have that skill? That some of you listening to me should have been doing a lot of um, research works for people. That is where your riches will actually come from. You are very good when it comes to research methods, you know, project work, thesis. You are good, but you are sitting down idle, just like that. And you want somebody to employ you. Listen to me. Don't waste money. Are you with me? Don't waste money. 
don't waste money. Listen, God will give you money not only for you to feel good, but it is also one of it. God wants you to get money not only for you to feel good, but your comfort is also one of the reasons why God will bless you. But one of the main reasons why God will bless your life with wealth is for the sake of his kingdom. For the sake of God's kingdom, there is nothing God will give to a man that is not for his kingdom. Hear me well. If you learn this, seek ye first the kingdom of God. What does he mean? Anytime you have something in your hands, think first of God's kingdom before you think of yourself. Anytime the kingdom of God should come to your mind first, and the kingdom of God is greater than your church. Sometimes you see an evangelist going for crusades. You can just go and just give him some, oh, get some speakers, get some microphones. This, this. God bless you. You have supported God's kingdom. This is why we have covenant partners. There are people that have decided that they will put themselves to support God's kingdom. Are you following? I'm, I'm showing you keys. I'm showing you keys. And if you also want to walk in wealth, after focusing on God's kingdom, never forget orphans. Musias are doing to help you. Orphans. Never end a year without being a blessing to an orphanage home. Don't do that again in your life. If your pastor does not teach you this, he's not, he's, not, he's not blessing you. I'm telling you. God will not throw money from heaven into your bag every day. It will not happen. So if you're always looking like that on that side, you will not get money. Huh? God can tap the heart of a man to bless you with an amount of money. Don't quickly go and enter the boutique and get Louis Vuitton bag. 450 cities. Let me tell you. When I was picking up gradually, there was one, one of my brothers, you know, he wanted to um, do business, but he didn't have money. So we, we allowed him to go and meet a certain man that um, sold suits and things. And they said we were going to take an amount of 900 cities. Way back, way back. Then that was 2012, 2013, 900 cities. At, at that time, I was now preparing to come to the university. So we had to force and gradually you know, we paid the money and my brother started the work. And now, he's very black when it comes to sewing of suits. So any suit that you see me wear, he's the one that is sewing for me. I'm not paying anything. 
sometimes when I see it, I'm, I'm, I'm just on it. I'm just blessed to have that beautiful suit, and I will give him money that is even bigger than going to buy new suit. You see, what you invest in a man's life will later be a blessing to him. So sometimes a lot of people say, hey, this money, any money you get, I need to buy it. They don't know what is happening. And I don't have time to answer critics. <laughs> they don't know the investment. That is, that's life. Invest into the lives of people. Invest. That some people, if you see them right now, they look nothing. When you look at them, even the shape of their head, crowd will tell you that future is not nice. <laughs> But if, <laughs> please don't be offended. I, I used to be one of them. But Jesus helped me. Amen. Yeah. Anybody that the Lord Jesus will help, he will tell you this. Help others. Help others. And the first help you need to render is in the house of God. Before you focus on it. I'm telling you. So please, learn this. Whether it will be in every December, make sure you get some. So it, it can be any. Sometimes don't let it be in cash. Just buy some, you know, some things. You can buy rice. You can buy some oil. Go and give it to some orphans. Hmm? Yes. Learn this. Oh. It will help you, Papa. It will open doors that no connection can open. I'm telling you. Learn. Learn that many people they are giving tight by looks like they are not seeing anything, they are lacking some few things. Be a blessing to the needy. There is what you get when you sow on certain altars. You know, when you give money to a man of God, when you give money to a man of God, there is what you get. When you give money to a widow, there is what you get. When you give money to um, an orphan, there is what you get. Yes. So learn. They are in ranks. Learn how to walk in these things. And listen, don't be lazy. Are you with me? Don't be lazy. Don't be lazy. Now some of you, the, 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 the work you are doing, you don't pay that kind of, um, you know, you don't pay any huge amount. This is where you need to start thinking. What, what else can I do like to attach to this work? Let me just think about some few things. Now, on that wise, look at your element. What is your element?